that episode the podcast where i craig rowan invite a guest over to my apartment we watch any tv show that they choose we watch it we talk about it we talk about a bunch of other crap today we're not in my apartment we're in my guest's apartment my guest is a mainstay at the ucb theater in la and he's a good guy his name is and he's also a previous guest of this podcast ben rogers hi Hey. I like how you talk like there's people here. You really visualize your audience. I do that at the beginning, and then I really drop it. Now I'm just regular old Craig. Back to being old Craig. Uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming over. I'm a shut-in, and I didn't want to go to Craig's apartment. I forced him to come here. And I'll, I would have said no, come over to my place, but I, I've my since moving to L.A., my walking is so... I walk so much less you know, like I'm addicted to my pedometer on my phone. Okay. And it's literally like half as much of it in, in New York. So, so the five-minute like, walk to my house yeah. is your, your exercise yeah, for the day? Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. Well, I'm glad I get it's out. It's more like 11-minute walk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's five is a little... Is a brisk yeah. pace. Yeah. If you're doing five... If you, you're doing five, I mean, you got you got some serious thighs on you. You got some big ass You got hammies. You got hammy thighs. You got strong legs. You got big ass legs. Um, well, thanks for having me. Last time we watched Shark Tank. We watched Shark Tank. Right before, I feel like Shark Tank really blew up. I think it was on the cusp. It was on the cusp. You could feel it, but it has since become a juggernaut. Yeah. I would I, never pick it now. It's too obvious. It's too It's too big a deal. It's too big a deal. We watched one with, um, I believe... I remember it being a kind of bad one. It, but it, there was something notable was... What what's the guy who sings one you're like a dream come true or two one? Oh yeah they they had an actual singer on it right yeah repeat steps one through three and make you fall in love with me not craig david but um somebody mcknight brian, yeah, brian McKnight. mcknight he was i'm glad that was totally worth figuring out <laughs> um brian mcknight sang uh that's like the one notable thing in that episode we watched yeah, that was a huge deal. Is it we big saw them. So if you want to go back and look up the McKnight Shark Tank, yeah, figure out what we're casually talking yeah. about, go for it. Or more easily, listen to the last episode you oh, were on. Oh, yeah. That's an even bigger thing. So today, this is a big, I don't want to um, bring up a current movie series, but this is Divergent <laughs> to uh, nice. the other show that you chose. This seems very different. Why don't you tell me? us the audience what what uh what you're what we want to watch today okay so i want to watch an episode of bosch and this is a show that i i love now i love bosch um you're a big bosch head i'm a bosch nut can't get enough of this show love talking about it this is a show that i've never seen before i just looked it up online it's an amazon original Mm -hmm. it's one of those ones where they did a pilot and sort of let the audience decide i think yeah, I think that's Amazon's system. Yeah. I think the, the, the audience votes up for the shows and then they go forward with whatever ones go. And I believe this is their most successful one. That all the, oh, oh I wonder is Transparent? I think Transparent's the most no. regarded. Yeah, critically. Critically acclaimed. I believe Bosch is maybe their most watched. Although, again, I'm talking out of my ass, even though I didn't say that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're literally talking about mm -hmm. but I'm doing that old Jim Carrey bit. 
It's really fun in front of Tone Loke. Yeah, it's really fucking funny. Uh, Tone Loke is here, but he doesn't want to talk. Tone Loke is just sort of in the corner, just reacting to the butt talk. Good guy. Great roommate. Uh, so let's talk about Bosch. Yeah, let me hear. What's your... what's what Okay, let, you me, let me run us through what, what's going on. So Bosch is a Michael Connolly character who stars in a bunch of books that your dad has probably read. Um, mm-hmm. we'll and that's a, my dad a, during the break. Th- that's a part of the appeal of this show is I do feel like it's, um, it's like having a conversation with your dad. The show is geared <laughs> towards, I think, men 50 to 60 right. uh, that are, are maybe divorced. <laughs> And it makes me feel like a divorced 50-year-old when I watch the show. In a good way. In a good way. In a way of, like, you got divorced and Tone Loke moved in. Right. And now this show I looked up, this is the co-created by... Michael Connolly is the writer who wrote the books, which are police procedural mm-hmm. types of books. And then the guy who co-created it, the writer, has been wrote for St. Elsewhere. He wrote for Homicide Life on the Streets. He wrote for The Wire. Some I forget his name, Eric something. Yeah, a lot of there's the cast. Pet, there's, a, there's, there. there's a huge crossover with The Wire and this show. I don't think it's nearly as grounded as The Wire was. Right. This is sort of the next generation of police procedurals, as far as I'm concerned. And, and what define? What's that definition for you? Just a kind of. You know who the good guy is? Bosch is a pretty clear-cut character. Uh-huh. He wants to do right, even though he's an asshole. Okay. Um, the first season revolves around a serial killer. Um, it's kind of more good guy, bad guy right. than the shades of gray that take place in The Wire right. with all the characters and, and the, the general look of it. It definitely is probably more leaning over towards... You know, Law and Order, NYPD right, Blue right, or something. Right, right. But it's I like it better than those shows. I was never somebody who was uh, hooked on police procedurals. Yeah, I watched the. I mean, I obviously watched The Wire. I watched The Homicide. The Homicide. I watched Homicide while I was on TV. Uh, I don't. Re- and that was like definitely, literally a conversation with my dad because we watched that together. Yeah, I think I watched NYPD Blue with my dad a lot. I saw some of those episodes. I think that might have been too because of the butt. That might have been uh, I wasn't yeah. allowed to watch. Is that possible? I yeah, I, I could see that. My there's... dad was a big Sip Woods fan. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> and I think that the last conversation, I told him to start watching Bosch. And he emailed me. He was like, Ben, I want to start watching Bosch. We're flying to Florida. How do I download it onto my <laughs> iPad? And I had to send him instructions. That's great. How to uh, yeah, download stuff. And how did you get turned on to Bosch? I don't know. I think, uh, I think. Chris Kula might have told me about it, or mm-hmm. I told him. I can't remember. Um, or it might have been Sean Clements. We we were fascinated by the bus ads. I know that for a while. What were the bus the ads? The bus ads were um, every... If they were some, the, the tagline was, every murder tells the tale of a city. It was something like that. And we okay. were kind of making fun of it. Right. But we watched an episode, and I was pretty pretty you much on board from yeah. the get go because there's zero irony to this show, which is amazing A nowadays. Huge plus. Yeah, that's nowadays. That's 
I don't know if that's that existent. It, it doesn't exist. I mean, listen to the listen to some of these titles of these ex- episodes. Victim of the night. <laughs> Exit time. Follow the money. I mean, they're that's great. They're just genuine, that's and, like, and they lean into every trope. I was texting with my brother about this show. And he wrote, he was like, I told him, to, I've been, I've been, you've been really, I've been, yeah, like singing the praises wow, of Wow, that means that this could be the next b- big thing because you were on the cusp of I think it Shark is Tank. a big thing. I mean, they renewed it for a second season. But that's on Amazon. Like Amazon, yeah. I don't know how many people are watching. Not a lot of people are watching Transparent, I think. Yeah. I don't know. But I've watched Mozart in the Jungle. Have you seen Mozart no, in the I Jungle? No, I haven't seen that. It's like, it's like, it's not very, it's not great, but it's like, all right, I'll watch another episode of that. You know, it's one of those types of shows. Yeah, this, I, I, I binge, I, I try to keep it, I'm not a fan of binge watching shows. Really? So yeah. you pace yourself? I try to pace myself. And I think binge watching is bad. Uh, in, I'm, I'm anti binge watching. Whoa, all yeah. whoa. I don't know if that's a controversial stance, but I'm going to act like it is a controversial stance and that I'm a hero for standing wow. up against binge watching. I'm going to treat it controversially as well. Thank you. I do binge watch. Um, and I don't when, blame you, Craig. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank I don't you. blame you. I mean, that's what society is forcing us to do. It, it's, it depends on what show it is. I, I really th- like when I was when you're catching up with a show. I feel like binge watching makes sense. You know, like The Wire. Right. Like I didn't watch until season four and was like, well, let's finish up to season three before season four starts, so we can sort of like be with it while it's happening. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, I understand. I think you appreciate each individual episode a whole lot less. And they just all blend together in your brain, and you kind of can't remember That's stuff true. as well. Though I, my memory now is so maybe it's because of uh, our attention spans are shorter or something. But when I do, like, do you watch The Americans? Yeah. Like when I don't, when there's a week between, like I forget everything that happened in the last last episode. Although that that show, all the episodes are sort of the same. Like it, I with that show, because I I did binge that. This is part of my realization that binge watching was right. bad. Was with the Americans where I was watching too many of them, and then I had to go back and make sure I had seen a whole season. <laughs> It's like it took me like watching the start. I was like, no, oh, I already watched this whole season. I thought it was a season behind. But I think that's the show, up. though. I think the show is sort of like it's a good show, but it's sort of forgettable because every episode is pretty much. The I same. like I like the Americans. I, I like. Has it anybody too. done that on this show? No, nobody's done that. You can make a quick switch. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Yeah, forget about Bosch, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, so, what episode are we about to watch? Okay, we are about to watch the first episode of the second season. Which, if you haven't seen the first season, it's fine. Okay. Each season is a different case, and there's not that much carryover. I mean, there's a few plot details. Um, Bosch was uh, off the force for six months. Ooh, I like that. That's yeah. classic. Oh, it's everything is classic. That's about classic. This. Even like, oh, I was telling my brother texted me. He was right. watching. He was like, somebody just told Bosch, "You look like shit, Bosch." <laughs> it's all lines like that. I it's just great. want the chief of police to say, "Get in my office, Bosch." He's his relationship with the uh, the captain. She's a great character. Ooh, gee, that's a little flip. Um. um yeah, they're kind of but she but she's um she's tough. She and Bosch go way back. She's also having relationship problems. She's gay. I think she has a daughter. 
Um, so really interesting character. Mm-hmm. But her b- back and forth with Bosch is probably you get the mo- the best lines. You get the ba- most bang for your buck. I believe in this episode she tells Bosch it looks like he slept on the wrong side of the bed. Hell yeah, I'm in. And, ba- and Bosch is a miserable asshole, but he's tough. Doesn't take shit from anybody. He's uh, smart, knows what he's doing. Um, so this is Bosch. He's back on the job. What and what's the name of the ti- the title of the episode? The title of the episode is Trunk Music. Whoa! I'm gonna guess somebody was stuffed in a trunk. Uh, that's that a actually, pretty. That's a pretty great guess, Craig. And that also reminds me of the best scene, one of the best scenes in Sneakers, when he's in the trunk and then he has to say what all the sounds were like. Mm-hmm. Cocktail party. Yep, and there was geese. Um, great movie. So. You know, there's a few things. Bosch was, uh, he threw a guy, he threw his superior through a plate glass window. Awesome. And so he gets razzed about that a little bit at the top of the episode. Otherwise, I think everything is pretty much self-explanatory. You think I'll be able to handle it? I think, yeah. So we'll try to remember a few uh, good lines here or there. Sweet. Well, why don't we check out uh, Trunk Music? All right, here we go. Bosch, season one, episode two. I mean, season two, episode one. You got it. Chilton Hardy. Career sex offender, serial rapist, graduated to serial rape murder. Jerry and Nick have been working the case. We think he's good for about a dozen more. California, Nevada. We got a line on this guy? Well, Igg's got a line on Hardy's father, Panorama City. We're headed out there now to talk to him, see what he knows. Panorama City doesn't get any better than that. I want you to go with them. Oh, we can handle it, Lieutenant. Yeah, they can handle it, Lieutenant. Tag along, Bosh. First day back, get your feet wet. No, I am loving the enthusiasm, guys. Bosch? Yes? You're gonna need these. Try to hang on to them this time. All right, we just boshed it up. That was Bosch. What did you think? I thought it was fun. Definitely a fun show. It's a great... I mean, that was my routine for 10 episodes. Watch one before I go to bed. It's a great late night thing to sh- throw on. Would you watch day. it... Wait, wait. Because you're anti-binge. Mm-hmm. Would you watch it day, like the next day? I would. I would watch the next That's day. That's sort of been watching. Binge watching. It really? It, it, I'd say... I think of binge watching as watching over two episodes in one city. Okay. I guess you're right. I guess... I I think anything that's not once a week is sort of bingy, a little bit. Okay, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I don't know what the pure definition of binge. I don't know either. I'm against um, just watching them unbroken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One after another. Yeah. Marathoning it. I understand. I, I if watching binge if binge watching is once every night, then I'm guilty as charged, and I have to retract everything I just said. Or no, maybe I'm being a little bit unfair with that. I think I don't think that's binging. All right, so we watch Botch, Bosch, uh, totally enjoyable, mm-hmm. totally. It, it feels exactly like a, like a classic procedural, but with. You could say fuck. There's tits. Exactly. That, um, that's little things that the R-rated spices of life that are key to making anything enjoyable for me. Yes, exactly. Like them being able to say fuck made each of it's their like one liners so much better. His relationship with all the other cops is great. Yeah. So this episode starts. 
the at the, I guess at the end of the first season he has been his his uh badge and gun have been taken away from him. Yeah. And this starts six months later on he's his He's got first, a beard, he's running. He's Skyping with his daughter. Clearly the writers don't have a great ear for modern teenage slang. Yeah, what did she say? She said uh she, she had a couple things. She, she said hobo, like, and they acted like that was a Oh, yeah, she word. said hobo, and he, and he goes, where did you learn that she word? Goes, it's retro from the Great Recession. And then she said chillax, Dad. She said chillax also. So they're... She kind of, the writers must have just seemed like, um, what was it, Juno or something. Right. I think that's like and how... Like, that's cool. Um, is that a running thing with her him Skyping with I'm her? Not, yeah, I mean, they, they definitely, you know, have she's a, a a big character that's his daughter and his ex-wife right and stepdad. her new husband are all characters in the show although the stepdad wasn't even really in this season or wasn't in this season um but is skyping but is that just i think as- skyped before this was the the worse her dialogue has been right. even if, as the season progresses it's it's I noticed that too when I was like, "What is she? Why well, is she also, talking about that?" Also, it's like, like skyping is so boring to watch. Yeah. Like you're watching two people. I'm talk curious through. if that's product placement for the phones. It's well, it also yeah, the, you saw the phones and also it said Skype on it. It so they were actually using Skype, which I don't know if that's like. Uh, you think Skype is putting that Sky- in there? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. But the episode starts with his first day back, and he's he's shaving his beard, and his daughter calls and is like. Dad, hey, I don't know what the, I sort of don't know what the purpose of the daughter was in this episode, except maybe to show that the mom is busy. Yeah, they're starting. That is a big storyline. So they're they're starting that. Uh, they're they're kind of planting the seeds for something there. Um, then he goes he goes back to to work. They give they razz him a little bit. Yeah, they're sort of like giving him the cold shoulder. That's my favorite part of the show. It's just hearing him talk. Those two other cops are his buddies. The f- always kind of breaking his balls. Yeah, the the rapport with them is it's it's sort of like lethal weapony, like yeah. you know, like around the. It's what you hope it's like in um, Homicide, but probably it's not much yeah. like that at all. It's probably them just getting drunk at the end of the night and talking about how fuck it, fucked up everything they see is, right? Yeah. I, and so Bosch's boss gives him his gun, his badge back, and maybe she has most of the good lines. Yeah, she's uh, great. She says, uh, try not to lose him this time. Yeah. Or something so, like that. So great. Well, hang on to him this time. And and he um, his first day back he's given he's like supposed to shadow the two other cops. One is his ex partner, who's from the Wire. I forget yeah. his name. The guy with the scar on his cheek from the Wire. Right. I forget his character name in the Wire. Was he Marlowe in the Wire? Marlowe. Yeah. Marlowe. Um, and that and his new partner, who was I guess a fill in for Bosch while he was right. on leave, who he treats like shit immediately. Yes. Bosch has no patience for anybody who thinks his skill is below him. Right. Or they're they're too green or do something wrong. He really gives people shit. He's that's the Bosch way. And the fir- that to me that was the best part of the episode. Was oh, the- you were surprised by how nice Bosch's place is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Bosch's place was like over it a- Bosch's it lives in a famous LA building. I can't remember what the name of it. But it's um, it's the famous photograph of the corner is it's a glass corner and it overlooks the whole city and there's a famous photo of a woman 
looking out that corner at the whole oh, city. Oh, wow. And it's used in a lot of movies. Anyway, Bosch, I think they talk about this in the first season. He sold the movie rights to some case he had, and he was able to buy this fucking amazing house. That's so funny that in this world, there's probably a movie called Bosch or something like that. They have the poster up um, in his apartment. That's so It's great. called, and it's... Um, Whoever made it had a good sense of humor because apparently Michael Conley sold the rights to Bosch a long time ago. Okay. I think to Paramount and then finally got the rights back and made this Amazon show. But it's a Paramount movie. Uh-huh. Um, it's I can't remember the, the poster. I noticed Eli Cash is the, the actor that plays Bosch in Who's the poster. Who? So I, knew who that is. I think that's the name of um, the... Um, what were the Royal Tenenbaums? Wasn't that um, oh, yeah, you, uh, Owen, Wilson? Owen Wilson's character? That might be Owen Wilson's character. That's really funny. I, I meant to look that up when I noticed it, but I don't know. Maybe, I feel like if you listen to this, will look it up, tweet at us at a uh, hashtag um, Bosch Cash. Yeah, Bosch Cash. Bosch, it's the truth behind Bosch. Truth um, or TB Bosch. Uh, um, and also I feel like in real life, if you're a cop that sold your rights to a movie, um, first of all, that's awesome. Second of all, you can retire and just be one of those guys that hangs out on sets and is like right. the, uh, well, Bosch is, he's, he, you know, lives the job. He lives, right. breathes and dies by it. Good, good for him. Yeah. Cause you know, a little backstory on Bosch. Should I be reading Bosch's books? You mean the I, maybe Mac I got a star? Book? Yeah, definitely. If you like Bosch, I feel like I won't like the books as much. It's too much of a commitment. Are those are his books like the kind of books Connolly? Are they the kind of books that are in like the airport? Is that yeah? The they're t- like pulpy, right? Fiction, yeah. So, you know that I I feel like uh, paperbacks of it would be in my parents' bathroom. Right, you read on the beach and they yeah. have like sand in them. Yeah. Every copy immediately comes with sand in them before yeah. you even go to the beach. But I'm curious whether, like, we you notice that weird friendship bracelet he and his daughter. Yes, they're wear. like sort of, sort of like lanyard, like um, like that you'd get in Cancun or yeah, something like that, which looks really stupid. But like, I can to me it makes perfect sense with the character of him thinking this is cool. That's really and funny. his tattoos. Uh, I'm I'm curious what the backstory. He would actually is. be has a, a knife and a, a gun tattooed on his forearm. You should totally go as Bosch for. Um, Halloween next year is definitely like a nobody would know what it is. Just tuck my button-down shirt into my pants. Exactly. Wear sunglasses and have like two weird tattoos and gray your hair up a little bit and wear that hemp hemp wristband or whatever. That's that that would get you some real. Those the ladies would be. Oh all god, over the you. girls would be so. I won't be able to get them off me being Bosch for Halloween. Is Bosch a ladies' man in this too? Uh, he had a romance in the first season. This season, um, you know, the, 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 I feel like they're trying to spice up things between him and his ex-wife. Oh yeah, bit. I like that's nice. That's what I'm all about. Yeah, it's a little bit more. 
you know, I, I just want the daughter to be happy. Sure, of course. Well, and the, the they sowed seeds that the mom is she's going she's to the casino. She's going yeah. to the casino. She's a professional gambler. She's a former FBI profile uh, profiler wow. and uh, uses those skills at the gambling table. Oh, a profile that's genius. Yeah. That's that's its own show. Yeah. I mean, I guess watching people play cards is the most boring thing you could possibly do, but at the same time, it's a great concept. Now. Bosch, Bosch is back in this. The episode starts with um, they do a pretty kind of, a kind of classic cold open, cold open, great cold yeah. open with a, uh, a guy in a Bentley driving on Mulholland Drive. Oh, can we talk about that? That's a big part of the show. It takes place in L.A. and it looks great. Yeah, it it, it shoots here. It makes L.A. look beautiful. Uh, and and not, it makes you realize how few things are actually shot in Los Angeles now. Yeah, and the the opening titles are really cool too like great title cool, sequence cool. it looks good it's yeah. a good looking show it's definitely like they put money into yeah. this it doesn't the music's look like good the music the bosh listens to jazz when he drives around he's just listening to the opening credits is like a oh, saxophone man. saxophone uh medley um and it, so it starts with a guy driving a Bentley on Mulholland Drive, which immediately made me think of Lost Highway. Have you seen Lost Highway? Of course. Did yeah. we see that together? In, it's in I think Cinerama. we saw it at Arclight. Yeah. Oh, my God. You, yeah, that yeah. was crazy. That scene where, um, what's his name? Like, who, he just passed away. Um, who he, he yells after driving. Somebody's, like, tailing him on Mulholland Drive. And he like gets out and like puts a gun in his face and starts yelling at the top of his lungs. Right. It's awesome. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. I can't remember the actor's name. Fuck. Rob Loja. Oh, right. Oh, Robert Loja did die. God. Only the good die old. Supposedly that really happened to David Lynch. Someone yelled at him with a no, gun? It was so, no, he was getting tailgated. Uh, on Mulholland Drive? On Mulholland that's and awesome. um, w- was totally calm and relaxed about it and didn't do anything. And the dude was like a total asshole and then drove away. And then he put the scene in the movie where a guy fucking puts a gun to that guy's face. <laughs> Which shows, so it must I guess. Have, yeah, stayed in there somewhere. Yeah, wow. Got, what a, that, movie, that scene is unbelievable. Um, but this, he's driving on Mulholland Drive. A woman is off to the side of the road, needs assistance. He's on the phone. He hangs up goes and uh to help her out asks what's going on and then he's immediately shot in the back of the head by a guy with a silenced mm-hmm. gun and that's like boom. that's our murder that's our big murder for the season yeah so this so each season you said last time it it followed like a serial killer yeah they find uh, they find uh i can't i can't remember all the details but yeah there's a, a serial killer so this and this one has so this whole season has to do with this kill. This yeah. This, this guy, uh, the guy who's murdered, turns out to be a pornographer. He has money laundering, laundering and mob ties, and his wife is sort of a classic um, bombshell femme fatale noir character. Um, so there's a lot of strange ties that this guy has and a lot for the cops to explore yeah and he's uh he has his office he has a surveillance camera they go they go to check him out and they find tons of money in the back of his car two hundred forty thousand dollars worth of cash 
I think they should have made it $250,000. That's just maybe a little bit of OCD, but come on. Guys. Well, I feel I like the 240 because, I mean, somebody must have taken a cut from the quarter th- million, right? Ooh, you're saying that he took, somebody else took the cut? I mean, for doing it, for probably cleaning a quarter million dollars, it's like, I got to take 10. They, but maybe then I'd in the initial deal make it $280,000. So that, I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so like when you get like your agent like adds like gets an extra ten percent for you or something. Right. So like their cut isn't as bad. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's their job is basically yeah. just to just to justify their existence. Yeah. Um, but that's a whole other story. But it's true. Um, so now this whole se- so in this episode, not only were they following the guy who was killed, but. Um, in the first, in the cold open, but they do another storyline as well, which is sort of another case. Is is that done every episode that they fought, that there's like the season arc and then there's like the procedural within it, like another case each episode? Uh, no, you mean the guy at the beginning that they like run yeah, down? Was, yeah. No, I think that was just to show Bosch like getting Bosch his is back. Bosch is back. Like that's one of the early scenes is you see Bosch chase chase down some criminal yeah uh no i mean yeah there's a a few other things going on but um they do a good job at tying everything together in a fun way the yeah i I would say if i have a criticism to this season it's some of the the this the other Mm storylines aren't as fun to watch as when bosch isn't in the show, it's it starts to lag a little. Like bit. with Lance Red, Lance Reddick, a couple guys from The Wire, which yeah, I'm, they, I'm always happy. Huge when carryover I, of The Wire. Actually, you've th- got three guys because the heavy white guy. They have the dude who played Ziggy in season two. Um, right, he's like that cop. Right, uh, that the son is following around with Lance Reddick, um, the guy who played Marlowe. Um, and then there's there other actors and there's, in. yeah, pop popping up all the time where you're like, where do I know this person from? Oh, the wire, of course. So yeah, there's a lot of crossbreeding between these two shows. It, clearly they're aiming to be, to kind of have a feel like the wire. No, it's, I mean, it's just a little bit more pulpy, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I like that about it. Yeah. It's just not cr- going to be critically, acclaimed. it's just going to be a fun, a fun romp. I'd yeah. say that this show is a romp. It is. It's a beach read. It's a beach read. You watch this on the, you bring, bring your TV out on the beach and you read it. Yeah, you bring it out to the beach. You, you let your TV get a little sandy. It, it, it sort of messes, the, breaks the TV for mm-hmm. after. But you break your TV and it doesn't work anymore, but it was worth it. You have to borrow, wherever you are, you have to borrow a, an extension cord to get it out to the TV to get it, if there's a hotel or if there's a generator. Yeah, or you're going to probably have to call in some favors, but you should do it. But you should do it. Um, now, the chasing, the chasing uh, at the beginning with the guy, basically a guy, a serial rapist slash killer. Um, oh, is that what they said? Yeah, he was, the, okay, he was a serial that, rapist that. and he graduated to raping and killing. That's what they said. Um, he, they, they basically go to his house and they're talking to his father, which is um, an old guy on a respiratory system. And then Bosch looks around the apartment and realizes that the father is actually the guy in disguise with a respirator, oh, but man. like yeah, we're really spoiling that. Oh, come on. If you, I'm sorry, guys, uh, reverse spoiler alert, um, or retro go back, you know, re- whatever spoiler, but, um, he, 
that means that he's in his house all the time dressed like that with a respirator. I mean, he didn't have that uh, oh, much time. Oh, you don't think he saw the cops coming and just jumped in the, the I wheelchair mean, and in, threw the mask on? In TV world, yes, that's what happened. Yeah. But there just wasn't enough time for any of that. Yeah, that's very smart on that guy's part. But um, I do like the idea of him always wearing it, being so scared great. about the cops. Yeah, coming. it's just having the worst life ever. He's just now. Like, why do you think Bosch held up the four? That's what I. So yeah, so he goes behind the house and he sees all of these um, oxygen tanks, and I guess one of them wasn't empty. We were supposed to, we were supposed to realize something when he looked at. Oh, them. I thought all of them were empty. Okay, but that means all that means is that he finished them and. That's a, like that would happen, I guess. You yeah. know what I mean? Then he goes up behind there. The other two cops are talking. Because the- weren't all the pills also gone? Yes. I think he was putting it together that the old guy has not been here for some time. Okay. So, so okay. He, that, that, I guess that makes sense. And then he stands behind the guy with the respirator and the and makes a sign of the number four to both the cops, which I yeah, I had no idea what that meant either. Like for yeah, I I'm, I hope in my love for Bosch that they have some consultant on set. It's like I would show four. That means uh, the guy's lying. Yeah, yeah. I don't know four. four I think he just been, should have been like uh, like no no fake. And also even with that sign, the guy they didn't get the one up on that guy. Yeah, that was. I mean, I, I don't that know. That was a little did, bit. Did, were they ball. just like, we need some action? Yes, in the first in the first act, it made no sense that they couldn't have cuffed that guy. Um, but that, I think they also used it to make the partner, the new partner that's replacing Bosch, look even more incompetent. Right, he throws a box at him and then is able to get away because Bosch figures it out and he's kind of just supposed to be shadowing along. And he, of course, figures out this guy's line is like, "All right, you guys take care of it," and um, and they I, let him go. <laughs> They let him go, and he runs back. And then there's a chase scene that uh, I just have to say: any chase scene behind a house in L.A. makes me think of Point Break, and no, no foot okay. chase is ever going to match that. Yeah, I mean, I have the same thing. If you, if I ever see the L.A. River, I, I think Terminator, Terminator Two, two. Judgment uh, Day. Yeah, have you? Did I tell you? Even when I see shit that was shot before Terminator, like like oh, yeah. Greece isn't, aren't they in that? Yeah, in they that? drive. Like, and I'm always, I always think about how weird it would be if Terminator Two would show up. Wait, did I show you the T-shirt that I bought? The Terminator Two T-shirt that's like hand drawn by some yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, I have did, seen you wear that before. Did, did yeah. I tell you that the guy who drove, who made it? He like has a film of him in the L.A. River dr- drawing it, and he's like in there trying to get the essence of Terminator Two while he's doing the oh, drawing. Wow. It's this no, really hoity-toity hoity, thing. I'll send it to you, and I'll I'll put it up on um. It worked because it worked. It wor- Hey, it worked because that shirt does have the essence of the movie. It doesn't really look like the Terminator. It's that an much, awful but drawing, but it's, it has it, its essence. It has the essence. But Point Break, probably the best foot chase scene in Great all chase. maybe Casino Royale is up there but um, n- nothing nothing's gonna touch point break yeah I don't even I don't even have Casino Royale on, on there for me you have you seen I have seen it yeah that opening scene with the um, too what, much parkour for me that's parkour but too that much was parkour. but that was before like everybody knew parkour right that was like the first days that, of parkour that was Pre parkour, that was like the the parkour to your Shark Tank. Right. Um, they did a pretty damn good job of of running over things. Um, I th- so this show season two. How did it compare to season one? I like season two much better. 
And what season is it on right now? This is the second season. This just came out, I think, a week ago or so. See, the whole, they dropped the whole season, too? Yeah, they, they threw the whole season out. It might have been uh, like a week and a half ago, something like that. So you're deep in it. I finished. Yeah, I finally finished. And you've turned. how many people have you turned on to this show? Uh, a handful. I think here in Los Angeles, it's a little bit easier just because it is so um, L.A. heavy. Even One of the lines Bosch has in this season is they're talking about L.A. being a desert. And uh, Bosch's partner says, wait, Bosch, I thought you liked L.A. I like it, but I know what it is. Ooh, wow. That's a great line. Just one of the many Bosch has. Um, uh, Kula's listened to some of the books on audiobook, my neighbor Chris Kula. He uh, told me that Bosch drinks at Birds sometimes, which is right near the UCB oh, yeah, Theater. Oh, yeah, that's like right on Franklin yeah. Avenue. And I like to think of like, that's such Bosch, a weird bar. Bosch and his partner being like, well, we, we should go check out Maud Night or some <laughs> shit. Like, Let's, there's a new Team Harold we should check out. Wait, that makes... Birds does not. Birds is a good bar that has good chicken mm-hmm. stuff, but it doesn't seem like a place that a, a cop would hang out. I can picture it. Really? Yeah. It feels like too young and hip. I think depending on what time, I guess and, what time and where and what night. Yeah, I just feel like I'm always there, and it's too busy for for a. Uh, I think if you go earlier, in the, if you go at like 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. there's plenty of dudes that I, I think could pass. Even that one bartender to me seems like he probably knows a couple of cops. Right. What's, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I hope it's true. I want to see Bosch drinking there someday. That'd be great. But also, were those books written a while ago? Because that might have been... Yeah, probably before. when Franklin Village was a completely different atmosphere. Um, the other storyline in this uh, episode was Lance Reddick's son is also a cop. Lance Reddick um, being one of the Wire alums. And uh, his son is on the Vice Squad. And th- his son fucked up last season and... He, he was on the fast track to be a commander and he's very aggressive. And so, yeah, now Lance Reddick put him in the vice squad, but he told his wife that, Oh, don't worry. Our son is, has some desk job, but now he's tagging along with dirty cops. Yeah. So in this episode, they're at a bar watching, um, a guy and a lady of the night, dare I say, talking a painted lady. A what? A painted lady. Ooh, I didn't. Is that? I didn't know that that mm-hmm. was a term. That's a euphemism for a prostitute. Um, a sl- uh, slutty whore. That's mm-hmm. what. A I, dirty, my, filthy hooker. A dirty, a dirty, dirty hooker. Actually, um, she looked pretty great. Oh yeah, she was in, real, real too too attractive for a hooker. Too, yeah, and a TV hooker. Uh, yeah, but you knew you knew by her moves that mm-hmm. she was definitely a hooker, and um, and they're watching them. And then they bust into a hotel room while he's getting, uh, you know, he's getting serviced. And they Receiving basically... Receiving fellatio. Yes, it was fellatio. We, we can say that. This is not, you know, AM, FM radio. This is podcast. We can say the word fellatio. We're, this is totally unrated. And they basically... Well, now you have to put explicit on there because we said fellatio. I right? always put explicit, baby. I just... Just, just throw case. it on there. Just in case, baby. Shit, fuck, cock. You know what I mean? Just in case, baby. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> asshole. <laughs> yeah. Asshole, shit, fart, 
fart dick. Oh, uh, you did not say fart. Yeah. Um, and they shake him down. They, yeah, they shake down some guy getting a BGA. Which is really dirty. That's, yeah. a, that's a real dirty cop move. Yeah. That, they take all the money from his wallet and charge him a storage fee for not sh- for holding on to the video they just took. So is in the first season, is he a dirty cop too, the Lance Reddick son? No, but he kind of bends the rules. Okay, because this yeah. is like this is like pretty flagrant. Mm. I wonder, like I always, he apparently went to the academy with that other guy. Okay, I just I think the best of people. I feel like it just it's a bummer that that exists out there. Not that that's the worst things that that cops do nowadays, but uh, it's, that there are dirty cops. Yeah, like are, it, like that that there are shitty cops. Out yeah, there. yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it's just like come on, guys, keep it clean. Yeah. You know, just yeah. uphold the law. It's uh, the 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 negative aspect of police culture is one of the most terrifying things it's, in our country. It's yeah. terrifying. It's really bad. Guys. And then I think about foreign countries where, where like that have yeah, oh like top to bottom crooked police departments, and it, it's even more terrifying. To me. Yeah, that's it's makes you think of like um, like I'm reading this book called The People Who Eat Darkness. And it's about a, a, uh, like a 21-year-old British girl who was a hostess, which is not a prostitute. It's just like the women who sit down with Japanese businessmen okay. and like make them right. feel like they're, they, they just talk to them. Yeah. And she disappeared. And the Japanese cops, like this is in 2001, they didn't have like computers. They didn't have anything. And they were just like, there was so just incompetence, just n- n- doing nothing right. Yeah, is that worse than crooked cops? I mean, stupid cops. I don't know. That's just scary. Like, it's just scary the idea of like going to another country and being like, "Yep, you can just disappear," and um, like you'll yep. never reappear, and nobody will. And even if they try, because of like political stuff, they have to try. It just sort of falls apart. Yeah, I'm never gonna travel around when I'm a teenager. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that after you're um, a, f- uh, a stewardess for. Um, I'm gonna wait until I'm 20 to start traveling. That's that's that makes sense. Yeah. Go with a friend. Yeah, like I think it'd be fun to like study abroad like a little bit later, or you know maybe after graduation. Yeah, take a year. Mm-hmm. Just travel. Yeah, I'm gonna go with some of my other 20 um, year old friends. <laughs> do you? Uh, if we had to come up with a drinking game for Bosch. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd say anytime you hear the word Bosch, name Bosch. They yeah. say it like... I, I think they explain why he's named Bosch. is because he's named after the painter. Okay. Hieronymus Bosch. They all yeah, call I've him Harry. Um, I, I can't remember the reason they gave, but because he's, he's an orphan. His mother was murdered. His Wait, mother was what? also a prostitute who was murdered, and that's a big... Uh, reason why he's a detective and oh, why wow. he's, and he's kind of always looking to solve that case. Do, now, is that stuff that they drop in the movies? Or, I mean, in the TV show, or is that all in the book? That, seems stuff, like, that was a big part of the first season, and it plays a, a smaller part in the second season, but it comes up. It just seems like a lot of unnecessary backstory for like a cop. They just, do say, but I think Bosch is probably the best drinking game. Every time somebody says Bosch, because they say it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Every like it made me realize how in other TV shows characters' names aren't said very often. Yeah. Um, I'd say Bosch. I'd say anytime you notice that he's wearing that 
that little no that's too much that's too much but but not every time you realize it not every every time you're aware how weird it is his his necklace or his bracelet his anklet on his wrist his wrist anklet uh bosh is the best drinking game just hearing them say it because it is a funny name to say it's so funny stands out and it's also spelled what b-o-s-c-h yeah great that's so great good for him Good for Bosch. It's so great for Bosch. It's so good for Bosch. Um, if you, what would you say to anybody who you're trying to? I feel like you're. What you're trying to do is like spread the spread the gospel. I'm spreading the good news of Bosch. What is um, if somebody isn't sold yet? Mm-hmm. You want to close the deal on someone watching. Also, like imagine the person that you're talking to doesn't even have Amazon Prime, so they need to drop. Oh, they got to sign up for they Amazon his, Prime. Sign, Who the fuck am I talking to? Okay. You well, know, get saying, Amazon Prime. How much? I forget how much Amazon Prime is. It's $9.99 a month. I think now it is. It was 80. It was like 79 and they might have cranked it up 10 bucks. But you get free. Uh, I'm turning this into a commercial for Amazon Prime. You That's order fine. stuff on Amazon. Yeah, you're wasting your money on shipping. Yeah, and it comes so quick. Yeah, Amazon Prime. I guess all Amazon. It's stuff the future. Comes. It's the future. Don't fight it. That's it. That's what you're saying for Bosch. That's- I mean, that's for Amazon Prime. If I got to convince them to get Amazon Prime, I one, I'm very, I, I'm, I, I wonder who I'm talking to. Right. You're, um, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you're a loser. Well, you're you're just a little bit you're not behind the the, the curve the curve yeah yeah you, I mean it's not it's just not going to change it's not going to go anywhere jump on it is depressing you though can't when lead I'm a like, one person revolt against Amazon if you don't like their practices it depresses me though when I go to a bookstore and I'm like eh, I'll just get on Amazon yeah I try to support my local bookstore oftentimes if it's a new book that I want they won't have it yeah and that's very frustrating yeah um. But yeah, it's it is it is uh, depressing. It's it's really. I do love bookstores, all the all the stores that the internet has put out of business. For the most part, I'm a, a fan of. Yeah, it's a bummer. Blockbusters. Oh, I used to love love Blockbuster. Uh, video store. I mean, more like the weird the weird video, video store. store the, I was a bigger with the fan adult of adult section. Yeah, that that was sort of my whole thing. Uh, I used to have so many. I had so many New York video rental cards oh really i had them everywhere there was one near ucb uh chelsea's alley yeah that was just it looked like the hoarder place um or may, or may, no i'm thinking of the one uh alvin's video alley like was around a long time oh, okay but i i remember just i would be in a neighborhood and i'd be like you know what i'm gonna rent a movie here and it was <laughs> terrible <laughs> I, I was just so, so stupid i used to rent movies from and then you'd have to go and then i'd have to go back i'd have to go back to some weird part of brooklyn that i just happened to be walking through that i like like the vibe of the place it's such a bummer because now it's so much more convenient to rent a movie but i feel like i don't see weird movies like i would have mm-hmm. you just don't see the covers of movies and well speaking of david lynch i mean for a long time it was really hard to watch the pilot of Twin Peaks. I don't know if it still is. I think it's on Netflix now. Yeah, I think all this shit is yeah. on Netflix. For a while, you couldn't find like yeah. the the shorter season, um, or the longer season. I guess the second season. Okay. It wasn't like, it, and so I saw that at some video store. I was like, oh wow, I, I gotta I gotta pick this up now. You can watch it yeah, instantly. Watch it um, 
are you more liable to shut shit off, not watch the whole thing, look at shit on your phone? I think that's probably true. That's I remember like I remember like six or seven years ago, I was working on a project and somebody mentioned the concept of how many people watch TV while looking at their phone. And I remember saying, why would somebody do that? And now it's like... It's very hard not to. It's hard hard not to. It's crazy. Our our brains are getting shorter, Mm -hmm. shorter, shorter attention spans. I've talked about this before on the podcast. This is my. I'm screaming from the mountain, guys. What do we do, Craig? What's the answer? The answer is there is. I don't know. Meditate on it. You know, turn those screens off. I've been trying not to check my email after like 7 p.m really yeah no shit yeah how's that working out it's okay yeah i'm trying not to look at it first thing when i wake up and that, i'm that failing. too I'm that failing too wait miserably. until after your brain sort of yeah. like comes to a little bit i feel like my goal goal is to do like set i've i've cheated a couple times but like 7 p.m and then like 9 a.m do you look at twitter instagram like is it solely email um i'm not as worried about like instagram twitter i don't look at that much in general i think i look at twitter a lot i look at instagram more because i feel like it's less negative like i don't instagram is more neutral in terms of like for my mood okay do you know what i mean like i see i like twitter because i follow writers and stuff so for me it's almost like a news source it filters the news through other people yes i well i follow the reporters that are oh right okay i thought you meant like um comedy writers not no i don't follow really any comedy writers yeah that's the problem i follow you know friends who i think will be offended if i don't follow them Uh uh um and that's about it and and for the most part i i follow mostly all people i don't know and that's why i don't think i like instagram although i'm trying to get into it Uh i don't know if i'll ever get into snapchat even though that looks like the direction everyone's going um there's just so many fucking things so many things yeah um or so for some reason instagram depresses me more than all the other ones really yeah what about it facebook could quit i i i should just quit in uh, facebook why does instagram depress you over other things i don't i don't know i i think it brings out the worst in people really yeah I don't quite see that. I think, well, I know it's like people showing their best life in like, quote unquote, but also I I just unfollow people that are like overly, when people are overly like, look at how great everything is. I'm like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. But I think that's all you can do on there. And I think that's just about everyone. And I can't like unfollow everyone or what's the point of even opening it or looking at it. And am I just being an asshole? I mean, it's like, that's what you want to take photos of. Yeah. Good things. Yeah, that's true. Um, but now I, 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 I don't know. For some reason, like I, I don't like seeing other people taking photos. Yeah, now. it never used to bother me, but now seeing all those like concert pictures of everybody holding up their phones and shit, it, it's unnerving to me. And maybe I'm being completely wrong. I just also think most of the photos themselves are terrible, <laughs> like bad composition. They're horribly composed. They're they look like garbage. A lot of them are of garbage things. Yes. I, I don't disagree. Um, so it used to be you got a camera and like you 
played around with it and, and tried you to get also good. had only so many pictures so you had to be they had to be good like you if you only had like 24 pictures you'd be selective and well i i actually might i think i disagree with that in that i think you had an excuse as to why your picture was garbage Oh, right, because you only had... I only had 12. I took one. I didn't really know what it looked like. Right, Um, right. Should I just throw it out? I think good photographers used to just chuck them and, like, go through a ton of film and delete them. And now... um, And there was an honesty in that, maybe. Um, So, maybe this is too complicated. Or maybe we're getting too off topic. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. But, I have, like, a deeper thing here. The uh, of uh, maybe that opposes what I just said. I think people's pictures are ugly, but they're more they're in their composition. But people work harder on them. Uh huh. So it's not even just like uh, for the most part. Like some some are just ugly because people don't give a fuck and they take it. All right, sure. And I don't like that. I also <laughs> don't like like if you had to take like four shots of something. Um, it looks shitty to me in a different sort of way. Uh huh. Wait, if you had to take four shots of the same thing to get a good one, you mean? Mm-hmm. It lo- but how would you know as a viewer that it took four shots? I think usually pictures with people in them, you can tell. You can tell? Yeah. Wow. You've got some eye on you. Um, well, a lot of times, especially if you meet somebody that you know only through like seeing their photos right um you can tell how many times they took a photo that's true i think that's true that's also one of the weirder things is like that i don't really know how to deal i mean not that you really have to deal with this but if you don't only know someone a little bit but you know they're in them you follow them on instagram like yeah i think i wish something weird about i wish i would have never done any social media whatsoever because i think it has socially been worse for me than had I never done any social media. Because You mean because you know too much about people or because... Well, I don't like to follow people that I don't meet or don't run right. into that often. Yes, I agree. I don't follow people. I that try I... to follow people that I see in real life. Right. Where my only interaction with them isn't through their fucking social media. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And those people are less and less as the years go up by how many people you actually interact with you mean yeah yeah and, and it's um and so people who i don't want like somebody i met once at some place and now i gotta follow them forever seemingly and keep being updated for my life or with their life i don't want to Maybe just because i just, ran into them need- and now i'm a fucking jerk because i don't want that no no you just need to do a spring cleaning clean out some of your follow unfollow some people yeah, but then those people get mad. Well, they, they how would they ever know? People figure it out. Really? Yeah, I've had, I've been called on it before. Really? Yep. In person, people in have per- called it. In like text message. Really? Yeah. How did they figure it out? I don't know. And what did you say back? That's actually, I, uh, that's like amazing to me that somebody would call you out on that. Uh, I just said, yeah, I was... Um, you know, they were, I was honest. I was like, they were bumming me out. So, Oh my God. Wow. Well, good for you for, uh, unfollowing. I was surprised. I think maybe they tried to send me a private message or something and they couldn't. And then realized I, um, wasn't following them. Fuck. I quit. Somebody told me I, uh, someone wrote something about me on Facebook and then, someone commented on it of, or there was a photo of me that went up and, and so it was like 
yeah, good for him, even though he fucking unfollowed me on Facebook. And I had quit. I just flat out stopped. Wow. And they are still mad at me for, for not following. I'm jealous of people I know who are, don't do any. Who don't do any. But yeah. then I, I, I'm sort of jealous, too. But at the same time, it's like it is a link to other people. Like, yeah, there's something nice to know what people are up to or yeah. like be like, oh, you're going to that. I'm going to that. Or like there's it's the new way to keep contact with people like there is something very positive about that i feel like if you don't do it unless you're i mean if you're super social and you're good at keeping in touch with people but if you're not it's a nice shortcut yeah um bosh isn't on any of that shit just the bosh is on snapchat i mean you think so bosh well bosh is on skype Oh, he definitely uses Skype. We know that much. I, I want to know his handle. But you know when somebody's like, you know how to use Skype? He's like, I need to talk to my daughter. Yeah. I want to see her face. I love She that. shows me how to do it. I don't know this shit. That'd be a great deleted scene is his daughter on the phone telling him how to use Skype. <laughs> him just being frustrated. I hear the bubbles. It's not working. Um, what, what else we got? We're, we're, we're we good? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling good. I'm feeling real good. So any, uh, I think I, I'd watch Bosch again. I, it's it's great comfort food. It'll tuck you into bed at night. Yeah, I'm. I'm Bosch yeah. is a great character. Um, and how can we follow you on social media, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Ben underscore Rogers R O D G E R S. I tweet maybe once every two months. And um, you'll definitely follow them back. I'll definitely follow you back. Um, probably send you a lot of DMs. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much for bossing it up. Hey, thank you. Thanks for listening, and thanks to Ben Rogers for letting me come to his house to watch Bosch. If you're a fan of Bosch, Bosch it up online, Bosch it up in real life. Just keep boshing it. Uh, if you're a fan of the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. It'll help me out and spread the word. Tell friends. Tweet about it. Tweet at me. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Tweetly-deedly-dee. Thank you again for listening, and have a great night and an early manana. Adios, amigos. Amigos.